You're rocking with the best of the You are now, now. Hi. <laughs> well, hello. Fancy seeing you here. I'm just finishing up. If here. you're seeing this, we're dead. No, I'm oh, wow. That's morbid. <laughs> that's how you're going to start you the show? You know how like, there's a weird like couch situation in those movies, and they're like, if you're seeing this, I'm dead. Okay. Anyways, welcome mm. to the 605 show. <laughs> With Where your... are we? Well, I got to finish counting. Oh. <laughs> <I do? laughs> Sorry. <laughs> With your favorite host, Be the Noble One, and... Alana Snatter. Yes, we are in Thinker Networks here in the... 8th and Railroad in downtown Sioux Falls, amongst the others. And why is this so special? Tell me about your studio. Because well, it's your studio. It is our studio where we do a lot of wonderful things here in conjunction with Think 3D. Um, we do all types of content out here. You see our podcast, Thinking Out Loud podcast, Thinking Out Loud executive series podcast, as well as other things that we yes. produce. Um, you know, we, we make things happen here. We make dreams come true. Yeah, and we even have a studio audience. We do have a studio audience. Oh, hey! hey! <laughs> it's also kind of like our green room slash audience. Yeah, so, we're making it work. <laughs> so many men. I mean, what? <laughs> Stay focused. So how's your October, huh? Um, it is a beautiful October. I'm a fall person. I'm a really? Fall person. I like fall. I'm a hoodie guy. I like wearing hoodies and hats. I don't like, you know. You don't have to cover up too much. You don't get too hot. Yeah. There you go. I'm a hoodie person. I see you got your flannel action going here. That's usually like yeah, any every day. <laughs> okay. I will sweat when it's like 99 degrees in flannel. I'll just do it. But, oh, wow. And you, so you love Halloween. No, I hate Halloween. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. I don't like people running up to me with their face covered. Well, I guess that's kind of a normal thing now, but you oh. get my drift. I mean, <laughs> you get it. It's a, I get it. Do you like Oktoberfest? It's a mass joke. It, I, um, I like beer. So there's Oktoberfest in Aberdeen. Boom. Talk to me about it. October 23rd at the Aberdeen Civic Arena for craft beer, a beer and wine garden. Gotta love that. Dancing and more. And Dachshund always, races. always love how classy a beer garden sounds. Yeah, it does. It never is actually that classy. It's usually like a tent. It's like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like I really do <laughs> legit want to go to a garden. One time Wouldn't it be beautiful? Beers. It would be beautiful. That was something someone pointed out to me that somewhere in South Dakota needs to have like an like a elaborate beer garden. Right, well, like German a, bar. There's really a garden. I like it. Hey, you should look in there. You heard it here first. What We're else we got it. going on? We also have Dead Weird, your least favorite event, probably October 29th through the 30th, all around Deadwood. This is one of my favorite events of the year. Mm -hmm. um, there's the Monster Ball at Saloon Number 10 and an official costume contest at the Silverado Franklin Hotel. They do not mess around. We were just in Deadwood, and you got to play in the, what did they call it? The reenactment. Then you get shot. Oh, I got to be a bartender at yes. the shooting of Wild Bill. Yes. I, you... I took it very seriously. No, I can tell. You were pretty committed. <laughs> you did a great job. Um, I almost didn't mess up. I messed up the end of the play. Of you I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's not all. Oh, yeah. And then we have haunted houses. So one that I went to recently was Terror 29. I tried to get you to go. You had to go out of town. You would have hated it. I know. Yes, I would have. <laughs> because half the time they like turn off all the lights and then they put on smoke or lasers. And so like you can't tell like what's in front of you or like who's in the room. And yeah. It's terrifying. 
See, no, it's probably good for them. I punch people when I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that just, you know, I react. I like shot myself backwards like a bullet and like landed on my butt. And James like left me and didn't pick me up. I was just like on the ground. It was terrifying. I know. Do we have video of this? Uh, well, I think we didn't get it at on time. I messed up. That's me. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We have our first guest who brought food, so... He's probably very excited. I'm into it. You know I'm into the food portion of this show. It's South Dakota pork producers. Cagney. Did I butcher it? Yeah. Woohoo! No, <laughs> Come on down. We should have had music. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was a great transition. There. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just set that down there for now. Cagney, how are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. And you are new to this position. Very new. Congratulations. Um, thank yes. you. Thank you. Yeah, this is the start of my third week. Wow. Oh, wow. And okay. tell us a little yes. bit about those insane three weeks. Um, you know, it's been jam-packed. Uh, started off my first day with an open house, so opening up a new barn. So that was very exciting. Wow. Um, and then just getting ready for some of our upcoming events. Um, announced the winner of our downtown Sioux Falls Pork Showdown. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was such a great event. Um, I just got in to announce the winner. But, you know, um, it was really great to go and uh, see that winner be announced. And, uh, and that was Chef Lance, right? Yes, it was delicious. Yes. Did you have that? Oh, yes. my God, I did. You had the it, pork it Wellington. It was my favorite. It was delicious. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you very much. I've heard mouth. it's so good. I haven't made it downtown yet, but okay. I need to try it. Oh, did he add it to the menu? Um, I know that they're going to be featuring it through the end of this month. Yes. So make sure you get in and try it out. He's very good at Wellington. He's very good at the beef Wellington. Did well with the pork, so I'm excited to see that stick around. We don't have it for lunch because I started falling asleep after I got back <laughs> to the office. Oh, no, oh my goodness. He's just emotional about it. I am. As what else is going on? So there's an event coming up to, uh, what is it, the Taste, wait, Taste, Taste of, of Elegance. Elegance. Yes, um, mm. so that is this Sunday, October 24th, out in Rapid City. Nice. Um, so it's a chef's competition that we do. We invite chefs out in the area, um, and they feature an entree with pork. Yes. Um, and we bring in um, some attendees. You get to purchase tickets. Um, you can try however many of the different dishes that you want. Uh, there's a social hour, and so oh, it's a great. Are event. there seconds? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm thirds. <laughs> and where is this at? Um, in Rapid City at the Rushmore Plaza. Oh, cool. Yep. So check it out. Awesome. And, and so, there's a People's Choice winner. Yes, oh, People's Choice and, and a display award. So want to recognize as many people as you can. Um, get to award first, second, and third place as well. Oh, great. Where can you get tickets for that? Um, so you can go to our website, which would have our contact information there. Um, and also, you know, if you show up at the door, we're going to be selling tickets as well. So a couple of different options. You can pre-order or show up and get them there as well. Awesome. And then tell us about when did you start um, at your job? Because it's a big month for you guys. Yeah. yeah. So um, I started October 4th. And uh, yeah, just to tune you guys in a little bit, October is pork month. So Ooh. pretty big month to be starting. And so we have a lot of promos going on, um, especially with High V in the area this week. Uh, at uh, some of the locations in Sioux Falls, we'll be giving out samples and some $1 off pork certificates. So if you guys are uh, happen to be shopping one night and go to Hy-Vee, that's uh, something that we have going on for Pork Month. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us what you brought. Yeah, so over there, oh, we've we got go. some bacon bruschetta. Here we go. Um, oh, so everybody God. loves a good bruschetta, right? Look at um, it. Oh. <laughs> I got it under control, people. I got it under control. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to try it, um, it's so tasty. You hold it while you try it. I'll hold it. Just take one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yep, that's something. Oh. That's just one of the recipes, too, that we feature. Um, <laughs> and if you guys want to go to SD Pork org slash recipes. Um, you can find that recipe and a whole bunch of other ones. Mm-hmm. But I'll let Either you way. guys be the judge. <laughs> yeah. Either way, this is about to get real ASMR. There's a lot of crunching going on here. <laughs> there is a lot of crunchiness. <laughs> yeah. One of us has to talk. <laughs> Put it back. Well, thank you. Are you going to have one? I'm not going to have one right now. I've got leftovers at home. But... Okay. Well, thank <laughs> so you so those much. are for you guys. Well, awesome. Well, anything else? What else can people be paying attention to with pork and everything? Um, you know, of course, we just always have, like I said, these promo events going on. And so right now, that's our big thing right now is pork month. So get on okay. down to local meat cases and, and support our industry. Awesome. Well, South Dakota. We eat meat. Heck yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, right. thank you. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. And happy, happy month. Absolutely. Happy pork month. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I just don't even know what to do with you. I can't take you anywhere. All right, so I'll be taking over. I'm going to go ahead and do the live read. Yeah. Hey, listen, guys. Um, you know what it is. Neighborhood Dental. Um, listen, the clock is ticking. And the year 2022 is just right around the corner. Now is your time to use your dental insurance benefits before you lose them. If you have outstanding treatments or need dental hygiene appointment, now is the time to head into one of Neighborhood Dental's seven convenient locations. At Neighborhood Dental, we believe dental care should be affordable to all families and individuals, which is why we are happy to accept a majority of dental benefits from a variety of providers. You can visit mbdsmiles.com to book your appointment today. Your smile deserves the best, and you will get the best. And Neighborhood Dental, saving you pain, time, and money. Boom. Yes. Get your teeth looked at. Yeah, did you get... You were supposed to... Well, I didn't want to chew over the live read. Oh, so you're going to chew over everything else? (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing, okay, real quick, though, about Neighborhood Dental, Neighborhood Dental, is they actually have programs, too, for people like us, like entrepreneurs. So if you don't have like a dental program, you might. Nice. Maybe you do. But nice. It's good to you know. You can fill out forms and make it really easy. Shout so. out to all my entrepreneurs and small business people out there. Neighborhood dental. Right? We, we all need our teeth you. whitened. What? I mean, that, that came out wrong. <laughs> but anyways, I have a video for us for our next guest. Okay. South Dakota corn. It all starts with a seed. We plant it, help it grow, harvest when the time's right but farming so much more. We bring money into towns and cities, help them thrive, create jobs, not just for farmers. Shoot, some may never set foot on the farm. Now they're working in engineering, data science, precision ag, jobs that didn't exist before. But know what? It all starts with that seed. Beautiful. Great. Dan is working his magic. Well, let's welcome our first guest from South Dakota Corn, Lauren. We really need to work on the mix. 
Yeah, we need to get sound effects in here. I apologize. Generally, we're more professional. We're not actually. This is this is as good. This is as good as it gets. Well, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. I'm Laurent Kraus. I farm up about 90 miles north of here at Clear Lake. Oh, awesome! And tell me about your history with South Dakota Corn. I'm a past board member of South Dakota Corn Utilization Council. Um, so tell us about your farm. Let me live through you. So at the uh, farm, it's a busy time of the year, uh, harvest. Um, most people are done with soybeans, except uh, north of us. It got deluged with four to five inches of rain a week ago. Uh, our hearts out to those guys that are really struggling um, with some weather issues. But uh, now most of the state is, is busy harvesting corn. And uh, in corn, in this state, we grow about uh, 800 million bushel of corn Jeez. year in, year out. Um, and about half of it goes for either uh, ethanol purposes mm -hmm. or for feed for livestock, corn, or uh, hogs, uh, cattle, chickens. And, um, you know, feeding livestock turns into those great... Uh, pork entrees that you just yeah. had so uh so we're uh we're vital uh to the food of of the world i was gonna say at the entire world i'm gonna say <laughs> the whole world yes and talk about we have some corn yeah so these are uh, mature stalks of corn as you can see the ear standing on there and um what we're doing now is is harvesting that and and um you've probably seen us uh out and about with our combines and blocking the road once in a while when we have to move fields. Um, what our combines do, it it uh, snaps that ear off of that stalk, um, goes through the combine and shells uh, the kernels off, and also the head will uh, chop up the residue so um, it can in decay and and uh, utilize for residue uh, on the field, but. Uh, those kernels will, like I said, it will be trucked either to an ethanol plant or to the mm. elevator or to Ben uh, to be used later date. Wow, that is crazy. And how long is that harvesting process? Oh, it takes, uh, you know, a large combine nowadays can do 100 to 150 acres a day. So depending on the acres you have and, and the weather and, and such things, it... Uh, Probably the average farm goes on uh, two, three weeks at least. When in the world was it like pre-combine? I don't even know if you were alive pre-combine, but <laughs> but how long did it take then? You know, pre-combine they pick by hand. This yes. is what I'm saying. Like how? <laughs> how was that even possible that that actually got done before you the just next like year? Like a bajillion people worked well, on you, it. You didn't have a thousand acres. No, I yeah, or one yeah. person didn't. Hire. I mean, there was a lot of acres. But yeah. think of that. Uh, my dad. Um, so he started, you know, as a kid pre combine, and yeah. then a one row picker, and then it, they really had the world by the tail.
for things. How do you stay up on all of that stuff? A lot of it, you know, uh, um, seeing ads uh, mm -hmm. um, is one of the main things. And um, also, like, one of the things that uh, South Dakota Corn recently invested in was a precision ag building up at South Dakota State, which now is the first in the, the country to uh, offer a major in precision ag. Mm. So um, through our land-grant college, we get a lot of uh, insight on, you know, what's coming. And, and also, like I said, the ads, you know, different companies come out with, with uh, different precision products. You know, we'll advertise them and, and bring them to the big ag shows. Awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, we have another guest, too, that we need to swap you with. Very good. It's good it was good talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us. Uh, bruschetta? Yeah, please. Okay. I mean, can it's a pretty good. turn it down? It's pretty I'm good. I'm also a pork producer, so. Oh, hey. Okay, okay. There so we you kind of know I have a choice. You got to do the. All right, we're going to welcome Mike from South Dakota Corn. Come on down, down, get on in down, here, Mike. down. I suppose I have to wait until I'm done before I get to have one of those. Trucks. I mean, well, it didn't stop her, but <laughs> you know. Well, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Well, give me your scoop. What's what's going on with you? Tell us about you. Sure. So, uh, much like Laron, I'm a, a corn farmer myself, and also I raise hogs as well. And uh, right now I'm serving as the interim director for oh. South Dakota Corn as well, too. So. Look at you. Do you yeah. raise hogs because you do corn, or do you do corn because you do hogs, or do they have nothing to do with each other? Very good question. And yeah, actually, it's both. <laughs> they are tight. Yeah. I'm proud one of them. Well, yeah, you got a good one. So, you know, in the past, like when I was a kid, we had hogs, and the worst job on the farm was every Saturday morning, Dad would get the manure spreader hooked on and back it in the barn, and we'd be pitching the manure out because, you know, there's that part of mm -hmm. anything that's alive, right? Now, a lot of the reason why I got back into hogs later is because it's no longer manure or waste. It's now nutrients, and it's natural mm. nutrients, and it provides a lot of benefits just in, uh, compared to commercial fertilizers that a lot of us use as farmers. And uh, that was really one of the big reasons why I got back in the hog business was not only because I like pork chops and yeah. pork loin and whatever things there that I can't wait to eat, but, but it's because of those natural nutrients as well, too, that, uh, you know, that the pigs leave behind. But... Uh, we can inject those in, and you know, Leron was talking about a lot of the precision technologies that we use now. And you're asking about iPads, mm -hmm. and in fact, the first iPad I owned was because I, I needed it for to run my corn planter, and oh. I didn't know what to do with it other than that. I didn't even use it, but, but we we really do farm by the inch or, or just by very little increments, and uh, we can apply those uh, those natural nutrients out of the bottom of my hog barn and, and go on, and then utilize that to grow corn the next year. And the corn that's raised then goes back in the tanks. It goes in, into the feeders and feeds the hogs. So it's a circle. There you go. There you go. Oh, I have a quick game for you. And this game is called Corny. Wait, no, wait. What was it called? Corny questions. Uh, we have some struggles with the game. I know. Sorry. She, she I'm continue. going to ask you a few questions I randomly have about farming, and you will take the quickest answer you can give me. Are you ready? I'm ready. Can you really tip a cow? And does it happen? No. <laughs> Although I had college roommates from the city, and we made them try and try and try. No, they almost got me. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you know, yeah. they almost got me. I our believed pig, it. Our pigs actually mean. Look at that pig. Pigs? Wow, you got the meanest <laughs> looking they can pig be, ever. But normally, it's just out of boredom. Pigs oh. are actually a very smart animal. Oh, interesting. That's what I hear. 
Have you ever tried FarmersOnly.com? I have not. <laughs> okay. And if my wife was listening, I really have not. No, right, right. Why <laughs> and you if, it's a, if you saw my profile, it's not really me, babe. <laughs> Are you always farming? And if so, how do you ever take a vacation? You know, I, a vacation was like that when Dad said, "Go out to the way south field and fix fence." That was like, "Hey, I get to go away from the farm, right. I'm a half mile from the farm." So. Put on swim trunks and. Yeah. Um, are you? Oh yeah. Do you ever get to sleep in? Um, very seldom, but once in a while. You know, once it's still work-life balance. Once in a while, you just have to take a break from it. But okay. are you friends with other farmers or other cliques and gangs? <laughs> gangs. Um, like, do you like enemies? Think about that. No, is it like, yeah, is it like, most of the time, is it like farmer drama? Yeah, you know what? Most of the time, farmers in the community get along, share information, help each other out. Like, uh, right. when you get a call from a neighbor and says, Hey, uh, your cows just got out and your electric fence must have broke on your field and the corn stalks there, you better go over and get them in. Or, but we're also competitive too, just like in any because we're uh-huh. in the same business. Real housewives, rural. Is that what we you're looking for? I feel you. Is it true that some farmers don't get along with organic farmers? Um, organic <laughs> yes and yes and no and and um, most everybody plays nice in the sandbox but sometimes there's a little difference you know between the practices you utilize but for the most part we all get along and respect each other do you all only listen to country music no what do you listen to you know, I'm kind of a 70s and 80s rock guy. Oh, yes. I like it. I'm I like into it. it. In the combine with some yeah. uh, Guns N' Roses? Is that yeah, what's happening? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this was not on our, on our questions, though, but did you want to ask about Halloween? About, oh. Yeah. Well, I just, do, does corn get a bad rap? I feel like Halloween always paints, you know, cornfields yeah, in a bad yeah. light. A little children of the corn thing going on. Right. Yeah. I just feel like it's, you know, it's bad for the brand a little bit. You know, last night we were getting about dark and we were combining corn and all of a sudden this uh, big buck jumps out of the slough and goes in and just gets sucked right into this cornfield and disappeared. Never saw him again. So See, maybe that's what I'm it saying. still happens. That's what I'm saying. Happens. I'm not. First of all, too, I, it seems like farming seems like the scariest yeah. thing in the world. Like, it seems like there's a lot of cricket going on. There's a lot of. But I have never spots. seen a combine just start up and like chase down a bunch of kids in a field, though. I've never yes. really actually seen that yet. <laughs> Is it because you were in the combine? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so, where can people keep up with South Dakota corn? Is there anything we can, other people can do to help or participate or. Sure. So uh, South Dakota Corn, we're there basically to enhance and support uh, corn farmers, but also not just to support corn farmers in, in the production of corn and like uh, Laurent talked about and where the uses go, but also to explain to consumers what corn farmers are all about and farmers in general. In fact, in your October yes. of the Six of Five yeah. magazine in the centerfold, we are showcasing. Can I help you? Sure, that'd be great. Since you're not holding uh, lunch no, here. <laughs> but we have a new campaign starting oh. that says it all starts with a seed. And it really talked like the video that was shown before. And it's right, it really is meant to explain a little bit that, I mean, <clears> it, it all comes about the kind of the circle of life with a seed. It starts with the, the proper placement. Um, we use a lot of technology nowadays. And it comes back to getting that little kernel back off the seed again and utilizing it. But in the way, you That's see. Cool. Uh, people in research and uh, biologists, chemists, um, research people, IT folks. Um, I, you know, over the years, I had a lot of people ask, "Well, I don't want to be a farmer, so I'm not going to get involved in agriculture." Well, Ron and I need people to come and help us when our iPad doesn't work in the county, mm-hmm. or, or um, you know, something on technology. Not, you know, nowadays it's when you see a, a mach- piece of machinery sitting in the end of the field and and a farmer kicking the dirt because they're mad because it isn't working, it's probably because there's some technology that broke down versus a bearing went out or something mechanical. Right. But we really utilize that a lot 
to maximize what we're doing, to be more efficient. You know, think of any business, any manufacturing business, they've had to, uh, to change and adapt and, and use more technology. You know, we use that technology. In fact, uh, you know, I get uh, uh, maps right on my phone. And, you know, and here's an example of one. It's a, not the best picture, but it's just a, like a colored picture. And, uh, you know, green is good, yellow is okay, red's bad, you know, just like stoplights, mm. right? But it tells, this one is just from a field that we harvested yesterday that tells where the yield was better or where it was worse. And we use this, and we use uh, satellite imagery. Some people can use drones to take pictures. Uh, we actually take uh, readings of the soil. So we can track out for our benefit, for efficiency, for maximizing our production, minimizing our cost of production, but also to be good stewards of the land. Because like this one area here that you can tell the yield isn't as mm -hmm. good, that, that soil is, is sandier. It just does, can't, you, it can't produce as much as these other areas. So we put less for fertilizer out there in that area, and we put more where we know it can grow more. Because we, as we can predict what the soil is capable of doing, we only want to we want to match that up with our inputs. You know, plant, put more seeds per acre in the areas that can grow more. Put less in the other areas. It makes us more efficient, but also is better for the soil for the environment. So can that kind of be rehabilitated? Does it just need to take a season off? Sometimes, okay. yep. Sometimes uh, there are areas where maybe, a, you know, resting it, putting it in the grass so it can just kind of sit there and rest or grow. Or you get out that, that uh, manure pumper out of the, uh, the nutri natural nutrient yeah, pumper. there you go. <laughs> and, and apply more because then that helps build organic matter. You know that uh, rich potting soil that you can grow, it's just really, you know, and sometimes it needs that rebuilding to get back to more of that type of soil. And some areas are just plain... If you could go, if you could dig a hole 10 feet deep, it might be gravel all the way down where you just have to say, you know what, let's just walk away from this area. Let's put it in the grass, do something different with it. Right. Throw some pheasants and yeah. some whitetail bucks or something in that area. Let's get creative. So, yeah. <laughs> so and there's there's a lot of things in, that uh, that a person can learn and use, but it's a lot of it's using technology. It's using the wow. knowledge that's coming out of the Precision Ag Center up at SDSU that uh, Laron talked about. And it's uh, it's getting to be more efficient. And like I said, uh, soil, soil management, soil health, and, and uh, really earthly stewardship really goes hand in hand. The more we do things that are correct for the soil, the, the more efficient we are and more productive we are, the more financially sustainable we are. So it's a win-win deal. It's kind of like that the chicken or the egg thing about yeah. the, you raise corn to have hogs or hogs to raise corn. And it really is that way. And, and the better we treat the soil, the better the soil treats us. That's a good deal. There's so much behind it. There okay. absolutely is. I would be so uh, yeah. tired. And then you already yeah. don't sleep much. Yeah, sleep. What's that? <laughs> what's that Especially, about? don't ask a farmer about sleep during harvest season. Yeah, it no, doesn't right. happen very much. Very true. Yeah, one is like, what would you say is your off season if you have one? Even uh, for me, usually it's you know if we can get done harvesting Halloween time and a year like this, uh, you know some years are a little later. There until about Valentine's Day, and then uh, the cattle side of things start. We start uh, then the circle of life again. Start raising those those newborn calves. Start coming out about then. Oh and, my gosh. And you're busy then, and then the, the earth warms up here in South Dakota in the tundra area, and, uh, and we get that, and we start with putting seeds in the ground. So. And it all begins oh, with a seed. It all begins with a seed. It all begins with a seed. How about that? <laughs> hey, that's catchy. And you know what? You can see that uh, pretty soon. Uh, we're going to be uh, um, doing uh, with our campaigns. Uh, you'll see it on billboards in Sioux Falls and around, and around the state. Um, or uh, print. Uh, we're doing things uh, we're going to be doing with television and other things. So awesome. we want to uh, connect with consumers and get them to understand all the things we just talked about. That yeah. It is more than just uh, bib overalls and piles of corn out there. We're really using a lot of technology. I know, and I've never seen any of you wear overalls. Yeah. What is the deal? Yeah. <laughs> what is the What's deal? The deal? <laughs> yeah. well, no, this is great. Next time Ron and I come back, we'll wear some bib overalls. Please, thank you. Yeah, I know this campaign's awesome. Um, 
great job, and I guess hopefully you're done with harvest soon, so you can just celebrate Halloween and. There you go, there you go. But I too am going to stay away from the haunted houses. I'm not big on that either. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Of all the things that I could make myself feel scared is not one of the ones I'm going to sign up for. I'm just not. And I have to throw my 14 year old son under the bus here. But some buddies were going to a haunted house last week, and he told his buddy that they were standing. He goes, "I'm going to stay here, hang out with your mom and dad, but I'm not going, or I'll have nightmares for a week." So I'm in that camp too. Yes, yeah, like I'm kid. down for that. Smart kid. Well, awesome. Well, South Dakota Corn, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for Here's us. your parting gift. Oh, yeah, here. Oh, Take more thank than you, one. Thank Please, you, sorry you. about my like, one I'm not going to pass that up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank so you. Fun. Appreciate you. Appreciate the audience. Once again, how did I even write this? Hey. Thanks for another exciting episode of the 605 Show. Oh, yeah, and look at this. Dan made this. Yes, it's aggressive. It's just like the craftsmanship. He could look like Diplo, but is it Diplo? Thank you, studio audience. You've been great. Drake, you look handsome if you were Drake. Woohoo! Now, why does a grown woman own all of these? Who knows? Uh, we'll find out on the next episode. I'll tell you later. <laughs> the 605 <laughs> You don't want to know. I don't. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>